Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's not Pat, it's me. It's the Full Force Weekly. Really, really upsetting last minute issues unfortunately in the technical department um it means that pat won't be joining us today so that was a lie on the intro but uh welcome to the full force weekly brought to you by generals joe's reborn.com with me christopher mcleod diagnostic 80 i hope you guys are all right i can see the comments busting crazy already loads of people in there i hope everyone's having a a good weekend um bit of a, bit of a shame really unfortunately pat's uh, internet was just too uh, all over the place and he just was not coming through at all um and so unfortunately it, you've just got me i'm so sorry um hopefully we can be back to normal next week uh if not we'll have to see if we can uh i don't know it was we'll uh, it's it sucks man because i really wanted to chat with pat about all the cool stuff he's got loads of shout outs which i'll kind of do on his behalf i guess uh, anyway, this is the Full Force Weekly, and we've got loads of news to get stuck into, so uh, let's let's do it, I guess. Um, right then, first up, uh, we have a little bit of Icon Heroes news. Icon Heroes dropped two new enamel pin sets for their G.I. Joe SDCC exclusives this past week. The first was a beautiful enamel pin set in special packaging for Cold Bloomin' Slither. The set features the four band members of Zartan on lead guitar, Torch on bass, Ripper rocking the keytar, and Buzzer on drums. The iconic set is presented on a vinyl-shaped card with the Cold Slither logo across the Cobra sigil and comes in a beautifully designed record sleeve and box with amazing new artwork. We don't know who the artist is yet, but it has the style of the late Ken Kelly who was well known for his album artwork as well as a multitude of other great work including most recently some incredible Skeletron packaging art. I'm pretty sure this is the greatest thing ever made so far and I'm probably going to need it. Following that they posted a Chaos in the Sea of Lost Souls pin set featuring Snake Eyes, Timber and Polly in their Satins Band costumes. The set is presented on the vintage VHS box style card back. I can only assume that Shipwreck and Satin are just around the corner and might possibly drop as another SDCCX exclusive in the next few weeks, so keep an eye on their socials. Both sets are up for pre-order on their website right now, links in the description. The Cold Slither set is $60, and Snake Eyes and the Pets are $40. Okay then, Icon Heroes dropping SDCC exclusives like it's, I don't know, <laughs> like, like it's SDCC. Um, we've got this awesome Cold Slither box set and this very fun uh satin's band or most of satin's band i've got a feeling we're probably going to see shipwreck and satin as another set um very soon to kind of finish out that that little lineup there basically um i really like these i think it's really fun uh starting with obviously cold sliver that is one hell of a package isn't it on a fake record style in a sleeve the record sleeve and in a box just lovely stuff and it the artwork as well phenomenal like very ken kelly style not sure who the artist is i thought when it went up on their website i thought i'd be able to find that information out they usually put 
all sorts of information about um, you know the design and all that kind of stuff. So I'm surprised there wasn't any uh, more info about the artist. And maybe the artist has posted this on Twitter to say, oh, look what I've done, but I just haven't seen it yet. So if you do see it, guys, tag me in it so I can see, because uh, that would be awesome to at least shout out the artist on this wonderful piece of work uh, for the Cold Sliver artwork. It's so like... It really is very Ken Kelly-esque, and I love that. Rest in peace, of course. Um, I love this. The actual enamel pins as well are very cute. Uh, you know, Zartan on lead guitar and vocals, obviously, in his yellow pants and his crazy red hair. Uh, you've got Torch, I believe, on bass uh, at the bottom there. Uh, then you've got Ripper on the keytar. Uh, of course, he's got a keytar, of course. And Buzzer on drums. I, I know, obviously, that is the cold of the lineup, and I've never really thought about it before, about would is that where I would see those particular characters with those instruments? And I guess it is. They do kind of fit those instruments quite well. Um, so, I'm yeah, it's a buzzer. I think buzzer. When I think of buzzer, I thought, actually, yeah, he does kind of have that drummer vibe, especially with especially with the, giving him that, you know, the, uh, you know, the uh, mohawk and everything. But anyway... No Pat this week, Grant, I'm afraid. Uh, if though, for those that have just, just joined, we are currently half force this morning. Uh, Pat's internet connection basically was not playing ball. Uh, he was coming through real spotty and kind of lo locking up a lot. Uh, we tried resetting. That's why we were a little bit late coming in, but we had to make the call, unfortunately. So uh, you just got me today. I'm ever so sorry. Um, Pat's got loads of shout-outs. One of them just popped up on the screen, which we'll get to later, but hi, Ray. Uh, had an absolute blast with Joe Fest, met Pat a few times, which was pretty cool, exactly. And you would be getting a shout-out by Pat, which I will do on his behalf at the end. Um, uh, Leon Jama says, should these be done in Classified or Super 7 or both? Yes, Leon. I, well, I think Super 7 would definitely, definitely make a lot of sense for these guys. I would, I would be so excited, genuinely, to see the, the wave... For like the ultimates, like the four-figure wave being just the cold sliver members. I'd be so down for that. But it's more likely that they'll put one in per wave in the future if they do do something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be so that'd be amazing. Uh should have tagged me in, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Uh, uh unfortunately, when it's at the last minute like that, I ain't tagging anybody in. It's just we've got to go and we've got to do it. So it would be too too much messing around, unfortunately, to even assume someone else could help out um but i appreciate the i appreciate the assist anyway or the attempt anyway uh so booth 3245 if you want to pick this up from uh the actual convention itself or you can go into the link in the description below and you can go straight to the pre-order on their website now the set is an expensive one it's 60 bucks the usual two enamel pins are 30 so it kind of tracks in terms of price um, but I would suggest that, you know, if you do want to get one of these, there are your two options. Go get them at SDCC or pick them up online um, on their website link in the description. Excuse me. I did a hiccup. Um, there's the artwork as well, which is just phenomenal. Um, isn't that gorgeous? I love it. It's just a lovely kind of like, you know, pack in package all in one kind of thing. And you've got the snake kind of being throne or something like out front by Zartan. Uh, very, very cool. And it's almost like, you know, all the characters look like the characters, but they also have that vibe of maybe some other kind of musicians and stuff like that. So yeah, I really, really am digging this a lot. Um, anyway, uh, and then of course we had 
their other uh, exclusive they released, which is the Chaos in the Sea of Lost Souls enamel pin set of Timber, Polly, and Snake Eyes in the Satin's Band kind of disguises. Uh, like I said before, I do expect to see Shipwreck and Satin maybe released as another separate set that kind of complements this one so you can have the full, you know, band kind of set up. Maybe they do, maybe they do Satin, Shipwreck, and the Van enamel pin. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, actually. I'm not even lying. That would be kind of crazy. It'd be big and it'd be expensive, though. But uh, I think uh, the, these pins are really nice, by the way. I do have a couple of them and they are very, very um high quality and very very nice and cool uh if that's your thing you know like um if you collect if you collect the pins then great uh if you're not a fan then that's totally up to you sean i just noticed as i was talking about that that popped up on the comments it was almost like it was almost like perfect segue of what i was talking about then um yeah so if you're not a fan you're not a fan you don't you know you don't have to pay any mind but that is that now um, something else I want, or, or one other thing I will mention about this set is that it comes on like a card back, but it's kind of in the VHS style. Thank you, Mark. Coming through hardcore, the artist is Lee Kose or Kosa or Curse or Kose. I don't know how to pronounce that, but that artwork for Cold Slither, I'm sure you're talking about. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Mark. And also that, that allows us to complete this segment and finally move on <clears throat> you know closure thank you very much mark shout out to mark uh jamelin parks are these larger size pins uh they do actually have the uh sizes on the website so you can go in the link uh, below and you can um check out all the dimensions and the details for those things i can't remember off the top of my head but they are fairly substantial sizes um anyway you'll be able to uh, yeah like i said go into the link in the description and uh, it tells, tells you everything you need to know, even if I can't right now off the top of my head. Uh, sold out, that was not the case when I was uh, on there this morning, uh, which is interesting. I would imagine, let me just um, quickly have a look myself. Uh, not saying you're wrong at all, RKW. If it's sold out, it's sold out. Uh, but I was literally on there a moment ago, just before putting all the links in, just to double check. So if they have sold out, they've sold out re very recently. Um, let me say Cold Slither. It's Icon Heroes, isn't it? Icon Heroes. Da -da -ba -da -da -ba. It is. They are out of stock. That is so random. Um, or is it? It's. I can still add it to the cart. No, I've added it to my cart. It's not, out, it's not out of stock. It might say out of stock on the, uh, what do you call it, link. You know, like when you go into Google, um, it says, I can see it's saying out of stock there, but if you click on it, you can add it to cart and you can buy it. So so it's not sold out. Just glad I double checked that because you can actually add it. I just literally added it to my cart. So it's, it's still available. Um, I appreciate, also Mark, I appreciate that if you want, if Mark, if you wanted to join on, but like I said, we're kind of right in the middle of it now. So I appreciate anyone that wanted to kind of jump on and help out. But unfortunately, you just got me now. Um, uh, so we'll, uh, but thank you for the, uh, thank you for the heads up and also the assist again. Um, uh, appreciate it. One of the main reasons is uh, graphics. And I know that sounds a little bit like you'd just be pat for the entire episode. And I don't want to confuse anybody, uh, any new listeners or viewers. Uh, well, it would be viewers, wouldn't it? Not listeners. Uh, right, cool. So one other thing I wanted to add 
uh, as well as that, obviously, this is a VHS-style case uh, back card back, which is quite cute. If you look at the Icon Heroes logo at the top, it's I, I forget the name of the uh, it's on Home Entertainment, is it? I forget the US um, logo for that particular VHS um, thing. Someone will let me know in the in the comment um, in the comments. But yeah, they've done it very. They've kind of utilized that styling, as you can see, uh, with Icon here IH at the top, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah. And Chaos in the Sea of Lost Souls is obviously part four of the Pyramid of Darkness, where that actually that scene actually happens. Uh, anyway, coolsies. <laughs> I promise not to be graphic. <laughs> I meant as in the graphics that you see on screen, but I like that. That's fun. FHE, Family Home Entertainment. Thank you, Ed. You absolute star. Uh, that is the IH that they've kind of uh, adopted at the top there, that kind of style. Lovely stuff. Hello, Paul. Um, now, this is the other thing attached to SDCC, which I didn't have time really to create video for uh, because I just, I honestly, I just had so much to do and couldn't be bothered. I say couldn't be bothered, couldn't physically do it. So here we are with this information. Now, Hasbro will be back at San Diego Comic Con. 2023 and just like last year they won't have physical exclusives at the convention but that doesn't mean you can't still get your hands on them just like in 2022 each day you'll be able to stop by booth 3213 to pick up a one-time use a one-time use limited quantity qr code to pre-order your exclusives to be shipped at a later date qr distributed every day while supplies last starting wednesday june july 19th at doors open uh, quantities and QR codes will be available while supplies last for that day. I hope that makes sense. This is what happened with Dr. Mindbender. And I want to, yeah, it was Dr. Mindbender, wasn't it, last year? So we are going to be in a similar situation with what we expect to be chuckles. Now, that's the, the leaked listing that we are kind of working with. Um, now, this SDCC exclusive is going to be chuckles with an armory, is what we've been led to believe. So very likely that's what we're going to see. We'll probably see this re revealed uh, before the end of Yojo June. Um, and then, of course, but the other thing is, it, you know, you never know. Um, we, the, the information could be misdirectional. You never know. Uh, we usually do get it right. Um, but in this case, I'm just going to make it very clear. This is what we're expecting, but who knows? But it's very likely, very likely, going to be Chuckles with Armory. Now, I don't know what the Armory entails, and I don't know why, but I'm sure the narrative will be explained when, um, you know, when the reveals happen. Uh, and very excited to kind of see it. Very excited to see what they do with Chuckles. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I was, I think when I first heard that Chuckles was coming into the line, which was a, a little way before we got that name drop only reveal when they were, I think, 1027 last year um so that that was the event wasn't it the live event when they were kind of by the two ups uh, display cabinet uh, emily and lenny talking about stuff and he revealed that chuckles was going to be one of the next ones uh there i my where i went in my head was things like spy gear you know like a briefcase and like you know files and a, you know not necessarily disguise but you know like a newspaper with a, a you know that you could put a gun inside that kind of fun stupid stuff um, but anyway, uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll find out what that armory is. We'll work, they'll work out, you know, what that now, what the narrative kind of play is here for Chuckles. Maybe he's come across an armory, uh, that he is now that, you know, like in his undercover work, who knows? Um, but we will, um, we will find out, I guess. Uh, right. Next up, 
Or next up, is there something else I need to talk about? I think that's it on this particular slide. Uh, see, I don't have... Um, Havoc missile would have been great, wouldn't it? Just one single Havoc missile would be hilarious. That's something a lot of people are mentioning in the comments, by the way. But that's something that, yeah, Pat and I have talked about on the show in the past, how funny it would be if you just came with one single missile. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of multitasking a little bit here as well. Uh, you know, having to kind of like react on your feet sometimes in this in this game, haven't we? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Chuckles, very excited to see what is going on here. Um, what have we got in the old comments coming up? Uh, could be similar to the Zartan Master of Disguise set. Actually, Jamie Lynn, that's not a bad shout because he kind of comes with a crap ton of stuff. It's not necessarily like in a crate or anything like that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, that could be what it means. It could just be mean a lot of accessories. That that could be the, um, the description you've got going on there. Um, uh, do you think they'll do Norgahide? Uh, do I think they'll do a Norgahide figure, Jason? Yeah, I, I think I think he's like a really high possibility, especially considering, you know, they do, um, you know, animal companions and that they love doing the animal figures. I genuinely think that would be a, a, a solid option. And could you imagine that his wild boar with the with the mohawk and everything? It'd be so awesome. An articulated one, yes, please. Uh, I think I think that's definitely on the cards. Uh, Super Science says, hope they show Snow Serpents this week or next and not in SDCC. Uh, Snow Serpents, yeah, I think Super Science, I think we're probably going to see them before the end of the month. Hint, hint, without saying anything that I can't say. But yeah, uh, I think you'll see them before the end of the month. Um, so Naked HD Virus finally crashed Pat's computer, Punk with Toys. Yes, it did. Um <laughs> Rachel says, watch it be a typo for armoire, a closet full of different Hawaiian shirts. That is genius. Uh, I'm all about Chuckles and his armoire. Thank you, Rachel. That is a great comment. Um, I, uh, he could come with the rocket setup introduced in the Larry Harmer comic, says Cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah, possibly. Uh, we'll, I mean, we're going to see, aren't we? So um, I'm not even going to speculate anymore because I think we are going to find out. Agent Faces would be cool, David. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. Like an Agent Faces loadout, like loads of disguised stuff and, and things like that would be kind of fun. Um, shirt color is a interesting shout here because like let, like you, they could go and do like this kind of the, the teal, the classic com, uh, figure version, or... They could go in like some crazy direction. They could do like the white version from the movie, uh, or they could do like the kind of Night Force version from like, you know, like the uh, from the modern four inch line. There's there's like options they could go with for the ex for the exclusive, so that you've got like a mainline regular release going in the future. Because obviously they're going to want to reutilize Chuckles and, and do different uh, decos of him. So Night Force makes sense. And then, of course, uh, the movie White would make a lot of sense. So, yeah, I'd be I'd be totally down for that. Interchangeable Hawaiian shirts is genius. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Um, Leon says, has to be classic first, then go alternate. That's totally cool. So, yeah, make this one the kind of desirable uh, one to get. Absolutely. Like, you know, you, what everyone wants the kind of vintage figure version. I get it. Uh, and then, yeah, you could do like the white shirt redeco. I'd imagine a Night Force one would be on the cards, though, wouldn't it? Like, I think, you know, what with the Night Force theme at Walmart, I think that would be a definite shoe in, genuinely. 
Um, so it makes sense that it would be this version, maybe with the uh, with the first one. But you never know; you, they could come out with the white movie version for this particular exclusive, and then you've got two options going forward. You've got mainline regular, and then you've got uh, Night Force themed one in the future. So you know that that it would make sense to me from a Hasbro perspective to do all three of those versions in that order. Uh, but you know. Uh, it, it was more than likely going to be this color that we're looking at for the exclusive. I will say, usually if I, I'll know or won't know these things in advance, I can say I have no clue. I haven't seen this figure. I haven't seen what uh, gear he, he's going to come with. So all I know is is like listed information. I don't know um, any details about this one. In the past, I've been able to say, I know this is coming. I know what it looks like, or I know this is coming. I don't know what it looks like. And in this case, I don't know what he looks like. So I'm very excited to see this in all the weapons. Um, okay, next up then, because, um, uh, you know, that's the SDCC news out of the way. Um, or technically, it was Icon Heroes, but we had to add the Hasbro news on top of that. Uh, next up, we have one of Pat's favorite things to talk about, which is more classified internal code word listings news. <laughs> Thanks to Darren Marshall and G.I.J., a.k.a. 80s Toy Boy on Twitter for the heads up on this, looks like another listing has been found in Target's internal system, giving us yet another exclusive in THR Keats. We have it under good authority that this particular listing will be a Tiger Force Flint, and he will be a single-carded figure, which is reinforced by the $24.99 price point. I'm sure it won't be too long before we get the official reveals of Flint and those other Python Patrol listings, Tolstoy and Nabokov. Expect leaks first, though, considering how Dusty and the Crimson Guard were seen well in advance of their official pre-orders during the first day in Yojo June. It's been a long time since Flint first dropped in the line, so we could possibly see new elements to the figure, but I do expect them to use the first release for the redeco in much the same way as they did the Duke and the Tiger Ram. Either way, I'm excited as he is one of my favourite characters in the entire brand. We will bring you more details on this story as and when we can. Yes, we will. Um, so yeah, THR Keats. Thanks. Heads up on this one uh, to Darren Marshall, who actually, he sent me this information. I'm a bit annoyed at myself for doing this, but he um, sent me the information the night before because he'd found it on the internal system. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. And then I was just so locked up. I couldn't do anything about it. So the next day, um, 80s Toy Boy posted it on Twitter, you know, tagged us in as he always does. And um, it was like, there we go. Yeah, it's out. And I was like, I felt bad that I hadn't already, you know, acted upon it. But uh, that is the situation, unfortunately. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I don't think anyone cares. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Keats is probably very likely going to be Tiger Force Flint. Now, it is one of those things, isn't it, where it's been a while since we had that first Flint figure. Uh, there's a visual representation of Tiger Force Flint, by the way, if anyone uh, wasn't aware. So very likely to be brown shirt, black stripes, green pants, et cetera, et cetera, with the gray boots and gloves and the brown um, beret. So uh, pretty kind of nice slick uh, deco there for Flint in the Tiger Force. It's very kind of like, this is one of the most practical, I would say, uh, Tiger Force designs in the entire line, um, mainly because it's just so like, you know, camouflage -y. I like it. It's very, really sexy. Um, now, like I said, we've had, we haven't had a Flint figure for a long time. And I suppose the speculation with this one, and I will add, I haven't seen this figure. I just know that it's very likely going to be Tiger Force Flint. 
but we don't know. I haven't seen what the deco looks like. It's, I, I imagine very much like that. Imagine. It's going to have to be imagination. Now, do they make any changes to this one? Because like there were some updates to this figure. Now, I personally love this version. I genuinely, this I, I love this figure. I still, it's still in like heavy rotation, as, as you would say, uh, in my kind of, uh, on my desk every now and again, he comes back uh, with all the other kind of new figures and stuff that are kind of taking up so much space. Um, but I would say that like, you know, th there was there was definitely discourse around the, around the figure, not like necessarily at the time, because it was in that period where we were kind of expecting updates to happen and not so much slavish recreations of vintage figures. So I have to kind of add on that one that I would be very happy to see this figure in its entirety redecoed into the Tiger Force style. Now, but that, but it's, it is also quite clear, I would say, that we could not clear it. it it's also quite possible, sorry, um, that, sorry, multitasking is difficult for me, especially when I have to look at comments as well. <laughs> um, it's very possible that they might make some changes on it uh, to make him more, you know, vintage accurate. So the secondary, now you know, obviously you've got the secondary which has like that kind of like bulletproof vest attachment attached to it at the front, which is kind of cool. And I really like that with the, the bullet belts. It wasn't so uh, obviously just suspenders. Uh, so it's very likely they could just do something very classic like a secondary that goes over the body um, and leave it at that because I think the rest of the figure is very much close to the classic figure already. Um, so I think, you know, doing that would probably be enough, like a different secondary, um, for those that, you know, wanted a more vintage uh, flint. Um, and then, of course, like E-New-To-Be, E-New-To-Be e has said retro flint card would would make some sense then, wouldn't it? If you're, if you're making some changes to the Tiger Force one that make it more vintage, then you could re-release it in the regular colours on a retro card um, retro card back, jobs are good. So that's pretty much all we can say at the moment on these. Uh, obviously, we've also got Nabokov and Tolstoy, which are the two kind of Python Patrol ones, which, again, we have minimal information about. We know some stuff that we can't say, but we don't. We, but for the most part, I would say we. I don't know what Nabokov is. We are just, we've just been told it's a figure and vehicle. But at $44.99, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, and I don't know what it would be. And the other figure, Tolstoy, is a new character, is all I can say on that one. So it's kind of like a, it's like a new concept for Python Patrol. So that is something I'm very excited to see happen. And like I said, with Keats, we're aware that it's Tiger Force Flint, but... Who know, we, we, we can't 1,000% confirm it. So expect Flint is all I will say. Um, what Any other comments coming through? More Tiger Force, please. My ready is body, says Neil. Um, uh, Goosey says, normally hate Tiger Force, but that Flint looks really good. That one, yeah. I think it's because of the, the deco, isn't it, really? It's because they, they don't have, like, yellow on there. They don't have any kind of orange or anything crazy, like neon blue, like the Euro, Euro Tiger Force. So that's probably why you're enjoying that one, Goosey. Because uh, it is, and I think they utilize, yeah, this is also on the uh, Flint, the Japanese Flint carded figure, isn't it? Or is it Chinese? I think it's Chinese. It might be the Chinese release of Flint, which is effectively Falcon in this deco, isn't it? Uh, Falcon and some other uh, bits 
I think. I don't think it's not purely Falcon. It's Falcon and a kit bash, I think. But uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, just got on TF. Yes, love this mold, uh, says Craig Wagner. This one, this one right here. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Um, Echo arms on him. Hope he has a new shotgun. Shotgun says Jeremy Kimblin. I like that shotgun, but I know a lot of people despise it for some reason. Um, I know it's kind of weird and futuristic, but I don't know. I just really like it. I thought it's kind of fun. Um, again, you know, that's me, isn't it? I'm just like every. I like everything. It's, it's maddening to a lot of people, but like people hate me because I enjoy things, um, which is you know fair enough, I guess. Um, it just when you say it like that, it sounds a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? Does it not? Um, people hate me because I like stuff. Uh, weird. Um, fair enough. If you could hate me if I liked, you know, horrible things like terrible things that happen in the world. I don't like that. I like, you know, action figures and toys and the, the accessories they come with. Um, what are we saying? What are we saying? Low, low, Ninja Python patrols says Super Sign Berserk. Can't say, but uh, not a bad shout. <laughs> um, we need more neon blue in the line. Chinese, it's Dusty version 3. Oh, was it? Why did I think it was Falcon's head? I thought it was Falcon's head, Leon Jarmo. Sorry. Um, I thought I knew it was like other builds and stuff. I wasn't, I didn't know it was Dusty's head. I feel like I feel like a fake fan now for thinking that. I've always genuinely thought that Chinese version of um, of Tiger Force Flint um, was uh, Falcon's head, but I'm an idiot. Um, Tiger Flint China. I'm just going to uh, double check to get the exact information because yeah, I feel like an idiot. Oh, that is the head of Falcon. The arms of Tunnel Rat and the chest, waist, and legs of Dusty Version Three. Oh, okay, I wasn't an idiot. I was right, and you were just filling out the rest of the body. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, the the I, I, it's a really cool build, actually. And it's a very interesting Tiger Force Flint from China. But yeah, it is Falcon's head. Um, <laughs> it is Falcon's head, and it is the arms of Tunnel Rat and the chest, waist, and legs of Dusty version 3. So thank you, Leon Jamo, for the extra information on that one. Um, I'd like Nabokov to be the Python Trouble Bubble Jürgen, but it's it's... The price point that throws me. Now, I will say as well that the price points that we've had in the past haven't always been correct because we were told that the Eels was going to be an Amazon exclusive. So we knew that and that was correct. But we we were told it's going to be $34.99. So having said that, maybe Nabokov... Well, actually, no, because we know the price point is in the internal system. So it's locked in. Okay, change. I'll change that up a little bit. But we were told that eels was going to be thirty four ninety nine, and it was in actual fact twenty four ninety nine, which is great because it's cheaper, and people bought friggin' hundreds of them. So yeah, so, so the, the, the difference there is that with Nabokov, it's in Target's internal system at forty four ninety nine. So unless they remove quite a lot of stuff from that Trouble Bubble and Televiper, I'm not sure. But, you know, we'll find out, I guess, and then it'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Um, I would go bananas if they announced a uh, classified wild weasel during this June time frame. The crowd ain't the only thing that's going bananas, Neil. Um, 
Oh, Robert H is he's your least favorite Tiger Force figure. Is it is it the deco being too subdued, by the way, Robert? Because I know you're definitely one for uh nice decos because you're in the kind of 90s era too, aren't you, bud? Um yeah, let let me let me know on that one. Um Adam said, Oh, right. I had this conversation yesterday with someone. I like your takes because other guys are so negative. I get it. Um, you know, uh, it, it's for a lot of people, it's because of hits, isn't it? Uh, stop enjoying things, you're killing the vibe. Sorry, Leon Jarmo. Uh, brilliant. <laughs> um, oh, uh, let's have a look. Sorry, I'm just trying to rinse through some of these questions and comments. Um, oh, Luke says. I disagree. People love you because you love stuff and having positive energy. I appreciate that, Luke. I definitely do appreciate that. But like again, it's you know different strokes for different folks. If you want, if you want to do, if you want to do something and you're angry about it and you don't like it, it's it's up to you. Like I'm not gonna say you shouldn't. I just find it weird when people attack, like have a go at me, like on a personal level for something so like innocuous or like like inoffensive. It's almost like because it's inoffensive and beige and vanilla that it's got to be like attacked. And I don't really get it. But like, I don't care if someone wants to be angry about something or doesn't like something. I've said it on here before. If you're not like something, I don't like hide it away. We had a conversation the other day because people were upset about the HasLab tier. And like, I was, you know, trying to get both sides of the story and like trying to find out why, you know, people weren't liking it and stuff. And, you know, and I realized it was, a, it was more or less a 50-50 vibe. Thank you for the super chat, Kwamin Taylor. Um, you got it right. People get mad because you are actually enjoying the Golden Age collecting. The haters should try enjoying it too. Again, Kwamin, like I appreciate Thank you very much for the comment and thank you for the super chat. But if you don't like something, it's your right to air that grievance totally. And if you want to, you can talk about whatever you want on your channel and do what you want. So I, I get it. I understand it. What my issue is there is, is why I got grief for you know for enjoying something um and when i don't i don't chastise other people for having opposite opinions if you know what i mean um but anyway i appreciate the super chat thank you very much Kwame, and really appreciate that um <laughs> i kind of agree with that clothesline media there's a it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting psychology to adult collecting it really is um oh my god chinese falcon was one dollar in pound stretcher in the uk in the 90s wow could you imagine picking i mean uh i just think of i just think of the amount of of stuff i could have been hoarding at ridiculously low prices uh jelly deals as a uk variant amazing um Nobokov, Red Jackal, says Peppermint Oil Capsule. I don't think so, but that would be freaking awesome, wouldn't it? If they just pulled that on us. The theme change is Red Shadows. Wow. Um, um, I'm over the Roblox Delusion. Would be happy to see the Tiger Force one. Same. Um, Chris likes the shotgun. Must be angry and block him on socials. Um, right. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Neil Hill. I was annoyed that Chris didn't also hate Glenda the other day when they announced it. Um, 
it's all good. If you if you enjoyed the show, and I'm glad you enjoyed the energy, that's great. I appreciate it, and I enjoy that totally. Let's just, and I'm not saying eh, everything has to be happy all the time. If you're upset with something, obviously you can say in the comments, I'm, you know, and we'll talk about it. Um, all right, cool. That is Flint, or what we expect to be Tiger Force Flint as Keats in the target internal system. Now, we have got a lot more to get through, and uh, next up is... Classified Day 14 reveals. On Wednesday morning, Emily and Lenny appeared in another pre-recorded video to reveal three brand new figures and their pre-orders. The night before had seen a few leaks showing us Desert Commando Snake Eyes and Tunnel Rat, but they did manage to sneakily avoid a leak for their third figure on the day, Cobra Eels. Desert Commando Snake Eyes features a reuse of the first Snake Eyes body with the retro head in a striking desert tan, brown and orange deco that really pops. His card art also features the helicopter that earned his facial and throat injuries when rescuing Scarlet, and there's a cheeky storm shadow in the background on a building. Cobra Eels was a breakout hit that sold out on both Pulse and Amazon in mere minutes. There were reports of individuals buying huge amounts of the figures through Amazon, and it didn't take long to burn through the available stock. We have it under good authority that there will be more to come, so have no fear if you missed out initially. The figure looks great and utilises a lot of torpedo for obvious reasons, as well as some cool additions and their famous red, black and grey deco. Tunnel Rat was another huge fan favourite and also included possible future reveals of zombie vipers in the background of his promo shots. Pretty cool stuff. There will be more pre-order drops on the 21st and 28th, so expect even more goodness before the end of Yojo June. Hey, okay, so, um, right, lots of classified reveals. Um, we've, we're going to have so much more the end of, by the end of the month, guys. Uh, we've got next week on the 21st and 28th. Still, there's, there's stuff coming out of every orifice um, for uh, for Yojo June. Uh, thank you, Red Foreman, for the super chat. So many people mad about getting something for free. I assume you're talking about uh, Haslab, which we'll get onto a little bit later on. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, let's we'll 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 discuss that when we get there. Um, thanks for all the love in the comments as well, guys. I do appreciate it very much, uh, and I am I do notice it. Um, eels, man, eels up inside you, finding an entrance where they can. Uh, wow, Neil, we'll cover that in a second. We'll cover that when we talk about the Haslab in a second. Uh, yeah, Yojo June is becoming my favorite month, says Adam. I, same for me. I, I love June, I, I kind of both love it and get really anxious and terrified at the same time because I always have to do so much work. <laughs> it's like, oh, job and this, and it's just insane. So, um, anyway, starting off, um, the Emily and Lenny popped up with a pre-recorded episode, uh, like, like kind of like pre-recorded, not live episode, um, to reveal these pre-orders for the 14th. There they are, Lenny with his eyes closed. I took a, I, I always try, when I take the screenshots, I always want to try and get Lenny with his eyes closed, like he's blinking. It's always hilarious. Um, and of course, Desert Commando Snake Eyes was the first reveal. Now, this is really interesting because we've known about ASOP, the internal code word, for going on over a year, probably even longer than that. Genuinely, it was, it, 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 I feel like I've known about ASOP for so long, and we just never found out who it was until this reveal, which is quite mind blowing when you think about the amount of leaks that go on from the factories and all that kind of stuff and all of the listings and all of the, you know, they managed to keep this one proper quiet. 
Um, and effectively, it's a redeco of Snake Eyes, uh, utilizing the um, original kind of version one classified body and the retro head, and which is cool. Nice little kit bash. Um, sorry, Neil, Pat's uh, internet crashed again, so it's just me today. So Pat is, uh, we had a bit of a technical issue at the start, and uh, we were a bit late getting in, but unfortunately, yeah, he is not joining us today, unfortunately. He hopefully will be back next week. Um, so yeah, Snake Eyes was uh, revealed, and he comes with some pretty cool gear. The product shots were fire as well. I love that desert background. Um, something that somebody mentioned when on when I did the news burst for this uh, live the other day, on the, on the Wednesday, was that uh, there's a shot of a figure in the background of one of his uh, product shots, which we'll get to in a second. I love this one. Very like Deadpool, very like comic cover uh, kind of esque. I love it. Just a wonderful. Um, shot of snake eyes um <laughs> thanks for the super chat leon how long till a diagnostic 80 figure with swappable headphones hat head and normal hair very long i guess unless someone does a, a custom of it but yeah i would love that but no i i think uh probably never will be the answer to that one um but anyway yeah snake eyes dope i love that kind of copper like hey like uh, i don't know like sheen across the visor on the uh, goggles. Very dope. Very dope. Um, <laughs> RKW says, Pat has an STD. Something technically difficult. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, yes. And, th and then this is the shot. Now, they were saying on, on the show, oh, look, that's a, there's a, there's a, a figure in the background. They're, they're sneaking a, another figure in there. And I'm like, I think it's a Viper. And it is Viper, but you can clearly see it's a Crimson Bloody Viper, which we've obviously we've seen, um, you know, we've seen the Crimson Viper revealed um, as a, what do you call it, uh, digital render. Um, but there it is in the background of that shot. That is definitely the Crimson one, 100%. Yeah. I think I said at the time, yeah, it's a Viper. And then we moved on. Uh, but yeah, it was actually a Crimson. I just wasn't looking at it close enough. But yeah, that is definitely the Crimson Viper in the background. Uh, and I like that they've done this so many times. They did it with the Python Crimson Guard, although they didn't, they hadn't technically revealed it at that point. So this is slightly different. But they do like putting new figures in the background of promo shots because uh, effectively they'll probably take the same shots of the Crimson Viper. They'll probably be in the desert as well with you know Snake Eyes maybe in there too. So I love that they dropped these. The Arctic Bat was another one. Um, you know that was a full-on reveal, wasn't it? Really. It was kind of like a cheeky full-on reveal. And then it was like, they confirmed it on our show, which I'm very proud of. Uh, they confirmed that that was actually going to be uh, an Arctic bat and they were coming to the line and we'd see them soon. And lo and behold, they appeared. Uh, so yeah, um, Eric Arani could make me into a great action figure, Jason. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to ask him actually to do that. Um, it's a great snake eyes. And I love the fact that we've got a Crimson Viper stuck in there in the background. Clothesline Media, thank you for the super chat. There's nothing on it, but I appreciate your, um, you know, the super chat, and I'm going to highlight it there and say thank you very much. We really appreciate it. If you did have an actual comment and it just for some reason messed up, then you don't have to do another super chat. Just put the comment in as rate as normal, and I'll um, and I'll I'll get to it. Uh, so yeah, um, apologies if there was an error there, and it didn't post an actual comment. Um, you can always do it, and I'll read it out without you know, having to pay for it again. That's, I appreciate it though very much. So thank you very much. Um, more desert sub theming on the way is a good possibility, isn't it? Um, 
Jurgen, it is the Crimson Viper. I, I did a close up on it the other day, and it is red arms, red helmet, um, and the um, obviously all the the, the 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 red legs. You'll see it when you zoom in on it. Trust me, it is definitely the Crimson Viper. Um, and the they have a blue scarf, the Crimson Viper as well, and the body gear is uh, like a gray black, I think. So yeah, you trust me, it's it's the red, it's the crimson. Trust me. Um, yeah, cool. Um, I do like those little background teasers. There's more to come in background teasers in other shots, but some more of Snake Eyes. I like this shot as well because it really plays down the different colored pants there because the pants are kind of like quite a deep color and they the lighting there really kind of like kind of almost like puts it into the same color like wheel as the rest of the um the uh, uh the deco there which is kind of interesting like kind of camouflages in nicely very cool uh and then yeah there's the figure again show um lenny was showing the iodine iod ionized ionized blade like that kind of copper ionized half blade uh which would be awesome to see in real life that was a fan channel specialty retailer and pulse uh drop um i've Feel like he's still probably available. I don't think this one is a sellout necessarily. He might be on Pulse, but um, uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure. I should have checked before, but again, you'll be able to find these figures. Um, the only difficult difficulty you'll have, oh yeah, shooting the galaxy as well. I should mention shooting the galaxy because they're the ones that did the product shots. Wonderful, wonderful product shots. Shooting the galaxy do amazing work. A hundred percent. 100%. Thank you, E new to be, uh, E new to be, for letting me know, uh, for reminding me to say that. Uh, but yeah, then we had the Cobra eels up inside. Yeah, Mighty Boosh reference. You'll have to Google it. Um, I will eventually be a Boss Fight Studio figure, Jason. Yes, eventually. Fingers crossed. Uh, Cobra eel. Uh, so this is a lovely, lovely figure utilizing a lot of torpedo, which is, again, a stunning figure. One of my favorites in the line so far. Um, and the fact that they obviously utilize a lot of that figure means I'm going to be very excited to get this bad boy as well. Um, now, they went up on Pulse in, I want to say, limited quantities. So they were gone pretty fast. And Amazon, I'm I'm, I've got to say I'm surprised that they went so quick on Amazon. But people were anodized, thank you. People were buying um, like so many figures thank you aaron by the way it anodized is what i meant to say yes um yes um so many pe people were buying like so i heard people buying 40 20 of these like crazy crazy shiz so <laughs> pepin oil capsule yeah i'm not saying that one but yes hilarious mighty boost reference so um, I was really blown away that they that that was happening. Genuinely, I'm really happy they were twenty four ninety nine though, because as I said before, we were under the impression they were going to be thirty four ninety nine, which makes me think they might have costed a few items out to make it more accessible, more uh, desirable from a army builder perspective. So yeah, that's um, kind of crazy to me. Um, quick sellout on Pulse caused FOMO purchases, says Adam. Possibly. Uh, although, you know, Pulse always quickly sells out. So, you know, they have limited quantities most of the time. So I'm not surprised about that. I'm surprised people were going crazy and like buying so many of them, though. That's bonkers um, behavior. But anyway, um, 
still a great figure and, and totally worth it. Now, some of the things they've they've added to this um, torpedo body, obviously the deco, obviously the Cobra sigil, um, but then of course the secondary, which is kind of like almost acts as that neck piece that the helmet uh, goes onto. So um, that with the straps around the uh, the shoulders, so that's a really cool a little addition. Um, and then of course you've got the uh, kind of addition to the um, oxygen tank at the back. So you've got like the beautiful eels uh, logo, which was revealed way back. The backpack decal, Leon, is the uh, eels logo that was revealed a long time ago by Hot Topic when they revealed the Tiger Force, Python Patrol, um, you know, Desert Squad, et cetera, et cetera. The, all these logos came out. And uh, I, I managed to get the Tiger Force one on a blue sweater, but a blue sweatshirt. But like that was, you know, one of those, uh, one of those deals, and that logo was in there, uh, and it's really cool. So basically, an eel wrapped around something, uh, like a trident or something. I can't remember. I didn't have a close up of it. I should have done a close up of it, but it's really, really dope. They've also added a little section to the bottom of the uh, the backpack as well, so uh, it kind of differentiates it more from that torpedo backpack. Um, the flippers are all black, so they don't have the red deco that the torpedo one does, and the, of course, the helmet is a completely new piece as well. And it looks like the pipes um, are connected like permanently to the face mask. We don't know if that's, I mean, there might be like a little port that pops out, but from what we could, and this is the model, it's not like the final production piece. And I don't remember if Lenny mentioned that that was coming out or not. So we have to assume that that is connected to the helmet uh, and then the pipes plug into the backpack. But it all looks very cool. Here's a nice butt shot. Of the <laughs> of the eel, um, and this is a cool shot as well, showing a little bit closer of the uh, the deco, of course, but then also showing the helmet attached to the uh, the backpack too. Um, can you plug in effects on pack? Oh, that's a good shout. I don't know if you mentioned that, but they probably would have blast effect ports on them. You can see that there's little holes in there. I'm not sure if they'll have the same uh, size, but you never know. Uh, do they have propulsion effects in the line for his backpack? Jetpack effects don't seem right for underwater. Yeah, they might have to do something else. Maybe that was something they costed out. Maybe that was it. Maybe they had those effects in the original 34.99. They did say yes to blast effects. Thank you, Geek Viper. Lenny did say it. Thank you very much. Okay, so yeah, you're going to have to utilize, you're going to have to utilize ones with like fire in them. Or you, or you could maybe maybe they're going to do stuff for underwater effects. Maybe there's more to come for the underwater stuff. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll find out soon. And like I said, maybe that was costed out of the um, of the what we were expecting. You know, like a thirty four ninety nine job. It's possible. Bubble effects, exactly. Um, little bubblers. It'd be cool, wouldn't it? It'd be really, really cool to have that addition on there. Uh, and I love this shot as well of them like coming out of the water. Very cool. And then that little um, periscope popping out as well. Just awesome stuff. I, lo I love it very much. Um, and then this is my favorite shot of the lot, actually, showing the eel, uh, the visor kind of kind of see-through as well. That's really nice. Uh, you can paint the blast effects, Jeffrey. Yes, you can. Um, <laughs> we have to use the many, many Viper blast effects we already have. Yeah, true. Uh, and yeah, you can paint them white. Um, uh, yes, awesome. Um, and that, of course, like I said, was an Amazon exclusive with limited quantities on Pulse. They were always going to sell out quick. 
on polls, by the way, guys. Can we just like, uh, why are expectations so high still that polls are going to cover our every need when it says clearly limited quantities? Just saying, they usually sell out within half an hour to an hour if they're, you know, highly desirable figures. And in this case, they just sold out in blooming seconds. Um, anyway, that was eels. Then we've got Tunnel Rat, which is another beauty. Um, I wanted to talk about, with Pat on this one, about the uh, the background Energon, Dark Energon vibes uh, that we're getting with Tunnel Rat's kind of scenario. And obviously it was in his... This is the thing. If you go back and read the, um, the HasLab updates, one of them has Destro talking about mining for Dark Energon, which covers this theme massively, right? What he also says is that the dark energon is having a serious effect on the mole rats, okay? Because of that clue, and because of some of the other product images that we'll see a little bit later on, it's very likely that the mole rats could be the whole zombie thing that we um, like have been kind of, you know, doing this a lot with. Now, we, we, we heard that it was a zombie, like, related figure for the night force theme right so that listing that popped out we we were given a little bit more information on it and that we were told that it was going to be a zombie sort of related character zombie viper is just a quick and easy way of saying it in it basically now mole rats have been mentioned for so long and fit the narrative to a degree where it makes like perfect sense that it could be that the mole rats are these zombie related kind of uh, characters. So it could be that they come with like a regular head and a zombie kind of bits. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I'm expecting. Now, that is just based on the information we are, have been given, not on any other information. I'm not saying like, you know, like I don't know any more information other than that. So we could be getting, so it could be that we could be getting like a Night Force themed uh, zombies type character Viper, right? And mole rats, or mole rats could be covering that base, if that makes sense. Like mole rats could be these zombie-like characters uh, that we are seeing in the background of the shots. Not this one, but I do like this one where he's kind of... The, the, the whole thing is like, this isn't even about tunnel rat. We all know what tunnel rat is. We know the gear he comes with. He looks great. He's got some night vision goggles. Brilliant. And everyone's excited for him. But what's really funny is this whole like conversation where it's just like just about the background with tunnel rat. And I fell into it as well. When I did the news burst thing, it was like, I don't even think I talked about Tunnel Rat. It was just like, <laughs> it was like, ooh, zombies. So yeah, I think it's uh, one of these shots. Again, beautiful, beautiful figure, by the way. Um, looks phenomenal. Love the, the camo. I thought the arm stuff, I know the the uh, he had camo in his arms, the vintage figure did. But looking at the figure, it looked like they were more designed to be tattoos rather than camouflage on his arms. But it, I have been confirmed; it has been confirmed that that is actually camouflage on his arms, like paint, not um, tattoos or anything. Uh, and I just think I was in I was in tattoos mode as well with um, with all the other um, you know figures and stuff. Now, this was the first shot that we saw with this possible zombie-like creature in the background. Um, some people are saying it looks like a zombie alley viper. Some people are saying like it could be like a zombie vipers, but might be wearing mole rat gear. Um, it could be like we could be getting two figures. One's a mole rat and one is a zombie version of that figure. Uh, these are all very legitimate 
kind of shouts because obviously there's a lot of there's some questionable difference between the image on in the background of this shot and then these kind of shots now i know they're a bit further away and we don't see a lot of the kind of color details as much so i'm i'm very inclined to say that we're probably getting one figure and that's what we're seeing in the background that's just all i'm inclined to say based on the information i'm given but that is just my opinion it's speculative it's not anything really, and it's just like I say, from what the visual information, from the listing information, uh, we still don't know. Like like I said, we know, we knew about Aesop for so long, and it turned out to be this Snake Eyes redeco. So we knew it was coming, and we knew that was the figure that was going up for pre-order, but we didn't know what it was. So when it turned out to be Snake Eyes, like, cool. Um, yeah, so with this, we still don't know who the mole rats are. We, don't, we haven't assigned, uh, what do you call it? a um code name an internal code name to that um figure so it could be anything at this at this rate so it's all very exciting i would love obviously these are and it's another hasbro drop in the background they've done it twice already we know the crimson viper's coming it's in the background of um snake eyes shots uh we were aware of python crimson guard but it was leaked obviously but they did drop uh, hints in the background of bazookas uh, um, promo shots. We've had Shadow Tracker shown off on the art of the Range Viper packaging. So there's lots of cool little drops in the Arctic Bat, as we mentioned before. And now we've got Crimson Viper in the back of Snake Eyes promo shots. And we've got the zombies in the background here. Zombies or mole rats or whatever. Energon is effing them up, isn't it? That's That's what the narrative is. We've heard mole rats directly connected to Energon with the Haslab update. This is me just combining all of that information and going, that's what I think, that's what I expect, that's what I consider is what probably is going through the Hasbro mindset. Um, that is what I'm saying. Um, anyway, awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, and I love the fact that we're getting this like weird Energon purple thing going on in the theme that backpack is massive by the way look at the size of the chonky fella i love it and of course you can stick the uh, the two flashlights or i want to say torches because flashlight sounds like something else when i say it. even when i say it properly it sounds like something else um anyway that's pretty dope i'm just going to do a quick have i missed anything uh while i've been blooming talking um uh, you know, like a, a reveal or something while because that happens all the time. Uh, and I miss news, and then it's like I have to do a news burst seconds later. Anyway, um, that's Tunnel Rat. He's mainline reads, he's mainline figure, as we knew he was going to be. He's one of the five figure wave figures, as we mentioned before Yojo June started. So, um, yeah, we are we're, we're, we're doing well at the moment for our predictions. Um, that is Tunnel Rat. He can get him pretty much anywhere, so that's cool. And that's the lineup of figures for the day. Very, very excited. And I've done that thing where I would have had Pat to tell me where we were in terms of uh, the slideshow. So again, you'll just have to bear with me while I uh, get that kind of primed again. I think that's everything. And I think that was the last slide, but we'll see, won't we? Uh, yeah, it is. Right, let's move on then, guys, to... A little bit of HasLab update news and that.
On Wednesday evening, the classified HasLab campaign reached the 13k unlock for Tier 1, releasing Nightfall's Ripcord and setting up a reveal for Tier 2 the following morning. Around 8.30am Eastern on Thursday, Emily posted a pre-recorded video thanking backers for unlocking Ripcord and also revealed Jane Glenda Mulligan as the second unlock at 16,000 orders. The news of the new figure seemed to divide the Joe fandom, with a lot of people completely unaware of the character's Argentinian history as a repaint of the vintage O-ring Scarlet by Plaster. The figure clearly gives us a view into the future rumoured and leaked listing retro Scarlet figure, as well as the homage of including Flash's laser rifle and backpack based on the original vintage Glenda figure. It is likely that they will be thinking of the future with both of these additions, so you can probably also expect a Flash at some point in the line. She comes with three separate hair pieces as well as a helmet and two different secondary harnesses, throw in a pistol and alternate hands, and you've got yourself a pretty solid tier 2 figure. Hopefully we can reach this next milestone and reveal the final tier three before the end of the campaign okay Haslab. now this obviously like i said this was a um i don't know controversial decision scandalous the worst thing ever explosions left right and center um i don't know i just i thought it was kind of cool and i was i thought oh this isn't that's that's a really cool figure and then i i was blown away by the reaction genuinely i am was not expecting that at all um now there's obviously we'll get neil we'll get to that in a second mate calm your jets we've got other things to talk about before we get to the the third tier uh now of course um ripcord was uh unlocked at 13k which was very awesome um very excited uh to get that figure and um, looks pretty dope and uh, i love the kind of addition of this into the classified series it comes with loads of gear as well so i'm i'm yeah very excited uh, with this particular figure in the lineup and of course does mirror image the sky striker has lab uh, and what they also did to mirror image the sky striker has lab was instead of doing a pilot scarlet they did the same thing because obviously the pilot scarlet is the it's the glenda deco that they were kind of homaging for pilot scarlet in this in the has lab the foot in the sky striker has lab that's what they were doing now glenda was revealed of course uh jane glenda mulligan um and of course is related or the reason this figure exists or this character exists is based on the plasterama argentinian um figure the commandos heroicos um carded figure which was a repaint of scarlet the vintage o-ring scarlet figure in blue and silver with the blonde hair now you know, new card art, all that kind of good stuff, completely different, you know, file card, which I read out on the um, the Newsburst Live in the, the translated version anyway into English, which is kind of interesting. Crazy backstory with um, her father being killed and uh, also a soldier, and she continued his, you know, uh, legacy uh, as a helicopter pilot. When she was really young, she flew a helicopter under his supervision and was really good at it, and everyone in the town was blown away. Anyway... That was her full backstory, basically. Now, I, I've got to say, like, I love the addition. I love the thought of them doing this and, you know, popping in a character that isn't, you know, we're not going to see this in mainline. That's what they do with with a lot of the HasLab stuff. So, and we'll get to that. People are kind of saying they think they've unlocked it and all that kind of stuff. And um, uh, it's a possibility, definitely. We'll get to that, like I said, the tier three. But... Um, we'll just kind of continue talking here about 
uh, Glenda. But yeah, I was super surprised that, you know, just because it was a rare character that that had some sort of like negative aspect or response. When I, my, my kind of reaction to something that I'm not like fully aware of is usually to go and find out more about it. You know, go on like a little delve and go like, oh, cool. There's something I didn't know about the brand and it kind of opens my mind up a little bit and it kind of go, oh, wow, that's freaking mental. I didn't know this existed. So I, I was a little surprised at the that kind of reaction, if you know what I mean, like that kind of like aversion to kind of like, oh, something I didn't know about, let's do some like research on it. It was very much a who is this, I don't care about it feeling sometimes. And I get that. You know, a lot of this is based on nostalgia. And if you didn't have a connection to something, I get it. I 100% get it. I think, you know, like I get m just as much excitement with the new and the weird and the rare as I do with stuff that I had as a kid. Thank you, Red Foreman, again for the, um, the super chat. How dare the second tier not be a free vamp? I know it's a bit tongue in cheek there. Yeah, that would be kind of crazy. And that's another thing. Yeah, these are like bonuses. They're they're additional, and they're unlocked based on you know you know effectively you're getting your money's worth with the base package. That's what they, they that's what your aim is really with it. And you really are with the dragonfly, the 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 stand. The, all the addition accoutrement, the weapons, the wild bill figure, everything about that is two seven four ninety nine for me. Like I am like blown away by the price, honestly. So to get ripcord as well, absolute mega bonus. And then the rest of it is just like cherries on the icing on the cake. Like you know, this to me is like awesome. It's a friggin' figure, and it's like you know, it's another figure. It's something different and quirky and cool and international and it's got this vibe to it and like i'm like damn that's cool plus we have got a like a brand new sneak peek no uh, obviously sneak peek's not involved into this retro car scarlet figure which we know is coming we know retro scarlet retro duke and retro cobra commander are around the corner leak the listings uh thank you very much we know they're coming so we know that this is the body for that retro scarlet figure Obviously, she'll have, well, she'll, more than likely, I, I, I'm going to say I would expect them to do a new head for Scarlet. New head, new hair. Or this is the new head for Scarlet, and they're going to have a different hair piece with it, which is also very likely. That's also something that could happen. But I would be more inclined to think that they would go all out and do a different head sculpt as well. So I will, and I'll be surprised if it is. I'll be surprised if it is this head with the hair, but at the same time, I won't be surprised if that makes sense, right? So if they utilize reutilize this head sculpt, I, I get it. But if they do a different head sculpt, I'm 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 more likely to, inclined to think they'll do something like that. Uh, quarrel would be great, wouldn't it? I mean, that's another one. But again, the way this has gone down, would quarrel also be you know burned at the stake? <laughs> um, uh... I, obviously, I don't think Quarrel's going to be the... They're not going to do another repaint of this for the Tier 3. That would be bonkers. But um, I could see them doing Quarrel, is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah. Um, the other thing is, obviously, with the Retro Scarlet coming out, you could always take the Retro Scarlet head, put it on this, or the hairpiece even, and you've got Pilot Scarlet, which is actually really cool. And I, I, that's probably just as interesting as well. 
Um, or would, you know, would make sense for the Haslab Sky Striker thing as well. I don't know. I just think it's really dope. Maybe a different face print, Future Fortress Maximus. Yeah, that's that's a possibility too. Same sculpt, different head face print is a good shout too. Um, is the shoulder grenade under there? Don't know. <laughs> Possibly. She has got like a neck piece and secondary. I think this... I want to say the neck piece is connected to that particular secondary. Yeah, it might be like that bit that goes around the the kind of the white piece. Um, I think that might be uh, connected to the secondary. It might be completely separate as well. Um, because obviously you do get two separate harnesses, which is really dope. And like I said, not only does it give us a future retro Scarlet view, it also possibly hints. Now, again, a couple of caveats. The original Glender comes with flashes rifle and gear, right? The laser rifle. So it makes sense to do that for this figure, but you know what they're like. They future-proof things. They pre-paint, they pre-mold. They do that kind of stuff with the future in hand. So there's there's no way in hell they're not thinking of flash as well while doing this weapon. So it's very likely that we're looking at two retro figures in the future right there, doesn't it? Um, anyway, brilliant. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. And I think she'll look really cool in the, in the Dragonfly. But that is just me. That's my perspective. I don't expect you guys to have any different opinions. And I'm cool with that. Totally cool with that. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. Because you're not wrong. If you're angry and you don't like it, that's how you feel about it. And I'm not here. I'm not telling you you're wrong. What I'm saying is, this is why I'm happy for it. This is why I like it. And I hope that is coming across. Um, Jamie Lynn says, thank you very much for the, the super chat. Guys, so many super chats today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I like Glenda, but um, those who don't, consider that if she is successful, it could bode well for getting other international obscure characters, etc. Absolutely. Um, also, it, sorry, I, sorry, I will, I'll, I was trying to get rid of that and I clicked on another comment. Um, how did that, and I'll put it back up, Leon. How did that breaker headset even work on the original? Not a clue. Uh, probably not very well. I don't actually. I don't actually have. Do I have Glenda? This is a good question. No, I have the Cover Girl um, that I'm thinking of, aren't I? I'm thinking of the Cover Girl um, Sparta figure. Um, but yeah, Glenda. I don't think I have Glenda. I do have uh, uh, Maruho, which is one of those figures that I'm like really like excited to have as a. And I got it back in the day when they weren't like crazy expensive, but they were still fairly expensive. Um, shout out to Dave Tree, who sold me that one, by the way. He also, he also sent me another figure that was really rare in that one. It was two. It was Maruho, and it was another one. It wasn't Arpuro. Or was it Arpuro? I've forgotten it's been so long. Isn't that bad when you don't know what frigging figures you own? That's when it gets bad, genuinely. Um, um, right. Oh, Jim, thank you for another... Thank you for a very awesome, another super chat. Really appreciate it. For the five days leading up to Glenda, the HasLab averaged 165 sales a day. Since Glenda, it's 201 per day. Well, that's good. That's a nice little boost. Um, again, like, I think, I, I genuinely think a lot of people did back out of this one, unfortunately. Again, Jim, thank you very much for the super chat. Really appreciate it, buddy. I think a lot of people did back out of it, uh, genuinely, which was a shame. But again, like, if that's, you know, if that's if that's affecting your purchase to that degree, it's say la vie. That's what it is. Um, it's a shame, but I'm glad that it went up. Um, and it wasn't like the huge spike that I think you know 
some other tiers may have gotten, but they may have to reveal tier three at some point before the end of the, of, of the uh, campaign. Um, hopefully it is in a, a way that un has, this is unlocked, if you know what I mean, but it's going to take a while to get there. I think though, if tier three is the, the banger that everyone expects it to be, sorry, just another image of Glenda there with the helmet on, which is kind of cool too. Then if, if the th third tier is the banger that I expect that people think it's going to be, it might, you know, have that effect of skyrocket all the way to the end. Now, um, let's have a butchers at some other information so tier two unlocks at sixteen thousand orders um and then we have then we'll hopefully get revealed for this now loads of people are saying or suggesting that with and i'll shout out artist shark as well because i know uh, artist shark did post a video uh yesterday i think it was um about his idea regarding general hawk being tier three um, based on the fact that if you take Glenda out of the um, out of the name designation, right, and just have um, uh, Jane Mulligan, I think it was, the letters that you're left with add up to like uh, was it thirteen? I think it was. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. There were thirteen X's in the name, right? And the roll, same deal, same deal, same amount of you know. Um, letters for whatever the role was i think it was pilot or whatever pilot it was what was it now completely forgotten helicopter pilot so that lined up as well now with tier three you have 17 x's for the name and artist shark posited that clayton abernathy um is obviously hawk's code name and has 17 x's now you'll probably find a few that have 17 but it's a it's a solid shout, and role he's um, in for role. You can fit team commander in there. I think T E A M C O M M A N D E R. Yes, so you can fit team commander into the role for that. So it's a good shout. I think I wasn't expecting them to do hawk there. Genuinely wasn't. I thought uh, you know from the information we've received as well. I know that hawk is going to be in. Um, the one of the mainline uh one of the mainline figures oh sorry and saturday i will also say saturday morning toy collector was the per thank you uh christopher moody thank you um saturday morning toy collector was the person who originally deciphered that an artist shark did a video and he shouted about on it i should that was my fault sorry um but yes that was the case and thank you very much christopher moody for mentioning that i, I would have forgotten and that would have been bad so yes uh, Saturday morning toy collector deciphered that an artist shark did a video on that and called Saturday morning toy collector out. That's my fault. I apologize. And thank you for bringing it to my attention. This is why we have comments and this is why I pay attention to them. Um, so yeah, so basically it could be that it's general Hawk and it's team commander and that's what they think it's going to be. Now, is that the case? Oh, thank you very much. Black Genghis really appreciate that buddy. It's a great callback, makes sense for the Dragonfly, doesn't trap a core character behind tears, and we need more ladies on the roster, quadruple win. Uh, speaking, of course, about Glenda. Thank you, Black Genghis. Thank you, A Toy Kind of Mood. Uh, you guys rock. Uh, you know how much I appreciate you guys and uh, respect you guys for what you're do, doing and enjoy it. So thank you very much, and thank you so much for the super chat. You are the, you're a star, mate. Thank you. Um, um, so based on that, very highly possible that we might be seeing General Hawk in that sense. Now, it's all, again, still speculative. 
And if it turns out to be something else, then, you know, it turns out to be something else. Um, in my in my personal viewpoint, I'm leaning away from it, from the general Hawk theory, but but it could happen. And they, they it might be like retro general Hawk. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be like a different version of General Hawk um, than than we are expecting. It could be the version two one, or it could be like a General Hawk in the greens from the OG style. Um, you never know, really. Like I think that would be kind of cool. Genuinely, be kind of cool. And um, you never know; it could be like a retro carded figure or something. Don't know. Just throwing it out there, kind of like in a you know we've been kind of very. It's been very similar in the way that they've done the other Haslabs, right? Um, and more shouts are Culbert. You know, Culbert's another uh, another good shout um, for... I'll hold that thought while I answer this um, super chat. Thank you, Red Foreman. Very appreciate, again, the super chat. Diaclone repaints are a Pulse exclusive line for Transformers. Pulse could offer Action Force foreign repaint, repaints. I said repants there <laughs> as an easy reuse for molds. That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Pulse UK, like you could do foreign variation exclusives for specific Pulse uh, areas. It would drive people crazy, but it would be kind of fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, thank you, Red. Much appreciated. And thank you for the super chat. So yeah, like I said, um, I I would I, I would think that like, you know, a general hawk is, it, it, they're all possibilities at this stage because no one knows. But I think it's a good shout. I do think it's a good shout uh, from Saturday Morning Collector uh, and then in, um, you know, from that uh, Artist Shark and many other people that have been discussing this as well. Um, Adam, yes. So my theory about the X's was misguided, but I was on the right track. Yes. Yeah, so Adam and I had a conversation about this um, when it first kind of came up and he was trying, he was sending me messages like, could it be this? This, this fits for 17, this fits for 13, this fit. Um, but yeah, uh, it kind of is on the right right lines then in that case, I think. It's just the, the to get around it, they're just doing the name, the file name by the sounds of things. But it could be misdirect as well, don't forget. And it could be something completely different. We will find out, I hope. I hope we do find out. I hope they reveal it before the end of the HasLab if it hasn't unlocked tier two, which I do expect it to, to do so. But anyway, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by a super chat, Red Foreman. I'm just kidding, of course. Um, but um, there's a lot of mirror image going on with the, the first HasLab. So you've got Nightforce Ripcord, you've got Pilot Scarlet, um, and obviously they had Wayne Ruthall, and then it was going to be the ground crew. Now, in the Hiss tank, we can take a few, um, I, I suppose, parallels as well. Um, another like a female figure introduced into the into the you know the tier listings um for for the his tank it was very much a um army builder kind of situation or very much related to the his tank um you know with the gunner and the tactician and so on and so forth and then obviously retro cc which made like a very interesting kind of addition now if we go by the same kind of pattern that the his tank did with it being classified We've got the driver that's locked in. We didn't get an early bird, but we got Ripcord uh, as tier two. So that's locked in, just as that figure was as well. Uh, then, of course, we got the female Gunner, and then we got the female Glender. So, you know, there's, there's parallels going on here, in my opinion. And then you get to the last tier, which for um, the His Tank was like an additional bonus of Retro Cobra Commander. 
could we be looking at a retro carded general hawk here i mean it's a possibility it's and it kind of makes sense the more you think about it with the with the parallels that you draw from the other um you know the other campaigns if you're taking the his tank campaign from face value a general hawk as a retro carded figure works almost perfectly with what you got in the previous lineup of, of figures and so even though i said i'm leaning away from general hawk now i'm leaning all the way towards it i've talked myself into it guys um a lot of people are talking about uh the fact that um you know um his original uh figure is uh connected to the mms isn't it yeah so like the uh um, oh, the jump. What, would, what I can't even remember what he comes with now. Again, fake fan. I've totally fake fanned it right here. Uh, Yojo, Hawk. Um, yeah, the mobile missile system. I was right the first time. Um, so you could, you could end up doing something like that. It, you know, it could be something really crazy like that, which would be bonkers, wouldn't it? As it's here. If they just went, yeah, we'll just do that. We'll just do a friggin, <laughs> we'll just do a freaking MMS and throw that in there. I, I don't know. I'm like, I, I, I would be, I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards some sort of retro inspired version one General Hawk now. Isn't that weird? I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm, that's what my, that's what my thoughts process has gone to. If we don't get that, I'm going to be upset now. I'm going to be very, very upset. Oh, Emily said that all the figures are box, not carded. Okay, cool. Um, then we come back effectively to just General Hawk as as normal. Um, okay, well, thanks to Punk with Toys anyway for for highlighting that. Um, or maybe she just said that though. Did she say specifically? I mean, maybe she just meant that they're all going to be, you know, they're not going to be loose or anything. But again, I, I'm going to take what you're saying there as as, as legit on that one. Um, and but yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and think it's gonna be version one hawk. That's where my that's where my new thought process is. I was thinking some sort of steel core variation based on the silhouette and making obviously, you know, like a kind of an army builder style figure like they've got with the other ones. Um and I know I think Artist Shark mentioned the jetpack version, like the 90s version, which would be phenomenal as well. I love that figure. That design is gorgeous. Oh, there's a lot, yeah. Hawk's been in a lot of promo videos and posts recently. Yeah, you're right, actually. That's another good point. He was in the um video where he said people of Earth, which made no sense to me. Um, I get that that's probably just a odd, quirky narrative thing that was um that was thrown in there more tongue in cheek than anything else. Um, but yeah, the other one, yeah, having their own numbers as well. Thank you. That makes a lot of yeah, that makes it more clear that they're gonna be boxed figures. Um, yeah, so. And he was also the he was also uh, obviously spotted in the uh, Zoom call they were having in that one Haslab update. So yeah, he has been all over this. Hawk has been all over it. It would not. It's actually sounding more and more likely, isn't it, that we're getting Hawk for tier three? So I'm throwing my hat in there for version one Hawk. Um, although I would I would go absolutely bumhole twitchy crazy if they went version three with the backpack the the jetpack thing. I would be blown away if they went version three for for general hawk um any of the versions actually i'm taking if it's v1 great we, we cover a base don't we 
If it's V2, one of my favorite ever designs of, and, and figures anyway, it's just so like satisfying. General Hawk version two is one of the most satisfying looking designs ever. And I don't know what that means, but it just looks right and cool and great. Um, and then I think um, version three is a long shot, but if, if it was version three as well, so good. Christopher Moody makes a very good point. The people of Earth comment makes sense if he's in that astronaut suit jetpack version, like he's flying over the Earth. Wink, wink. I like that, Christopher Moody. I like your thinking on this one. Are we all thinking Hawk now? Are we all just thinking Hawk? Is that where we where we landed? Have we landed on Hawk? Okay, fine. We've landed on Hawk for the third tier. Um, that's it. Confirmed. I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just kidding. Um, but. There could be after this as well. If this gets, if it's successful and it hits 19k, which I'm really bloody hoping it does, um, you never know. They might bust something else out, some like Cobra takeover type scenario that they've done in the past. You know, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited, man. I'm just genuinely, Yojo June, Yojo June has got me buzzing my berries off. It's crazy. Anyway. Colbert was a good shout, I think, for a lot of people. You know, in the same way that we got Failsafe, aka uh, Wayne Ruffle. I think that Colbert was a good shout, but I, I, I do think now Hawk is a strong contender. Many different versions they could choose from. And I think whatever version we get, we can expect another version of him in the main line. So, yeah, don't worry about it too much if you want that. Star Brigade Hawk. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, we didn't land on Hawk. Hawk landed on us, says Ed. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, also, oh, sorry, highly articulated. That was another accident. Now, we're all saying Hawk, and we'll get a curveball, and it'll be airborne after all. That's a good shout. Now, another um, funny thing that they could do is that Sunbow um, reference in a Rise of Pentor Rise, where he uses that, like, mini jetpack thing that couldn't lift a blooming drone, let alone a human, full-size human. Um, and the, the goggles, he puts his goggles down and puts that little jetpack on and flies them up to the to the uh, aircraft. They could do that, couldn't they? That would be kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. Um, anyway, I'm going to... I like we, we could speculate all day. We just named all Hawk versions and references. Whatever they do, I'm going to be stoked. You know that. Um, and I'm really excited to see what they do drop on us for that, that final tier. If, again, we get to see it. I hope we do. I really do. Um, all guns blazing towards blooming unlocking uh, Glenda, please. Um, now, on top of that, Lenny did post some design inputs uh, of Wild Bill as well, which I wanted to kind of have a look at too, um, which is kind of fun and kind of gives us a, a little in like... What, yeah, Hawk it is, let's face it. Uh, so it gives us like a, a little uh, view of the design process that Lenny went through here. I love this kind of uh, breakdown as well. That they, I love it when they post, post kind of behind the scenes stuff. I really do enjoy that. It's Zartan disguised as Hawk. That's a great shout, Peppermint All Capsule. That would be fun, wouldn't it, for tier f whatever it is, three. Um, yeah, so love what they've done. Love, love what uh, Lenny did here with Wild Bill. Uh, you can see all the kind of detail, the breakdown, the articulations, uh, breaks, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very, very awesome to see. 
And then we also got a nice close-up of the uh, head sculpt or the head design, the face and the um, and the shades and everything, and that bloody great big tash, absolutely stunning. Uh, thank you, Lenny, and all you do for the brand and all the brand team. Thank all of them, guys. They do an amazing job for us. Like Yojo June has just been phenomenal. Tons of pre-orders, tons of reveals, a Haslab that just keeps going. Like ah, oh, just. Could you imagine if this is what it was like all the time? It'd be like, like when, like when Marvel's going nuts and it's like every week something new. Like it's, it feels like that. It feels like we just get everything for the year crushed into a month. But we still have like you know July is going to be bonkers. Um, and I'll do this because I'm talking about Yojo June. July is going to be bonkers because it's going to be SDCCCCCCC, which we you know we know we've got a you know a dog in the fight there. We've got a horse in the race. <laughs> I don't know. We've got, you know, we're invested in Yojo July as well, um, which, you know, we carry on. We usually do carry that on, definitely, uh, when we get out of uh, Yojo June. But anyway, that, I believe, is the end of uh, the news this week. My goodness, an hour and a half. Matt, imagine if Pat was here. We'd be doing this for about three hours. Uh, okay, little um, little message from Horda, and then we'll get into shout-outs and call it a day. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Absolutely, get to hoarding, and there is Bullhorn shouting it. Get to get to hoarding, you hoarders, you absolute crazy hoarder people. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, shout outs. Then without Pat, I'm going to do Pat's all of his shout outs anyway. So Pat recently went. Well, all first off, uh, articulate points. Shout out to Pat and to uh, Phil. Now go at the link in the description if you want to go and check out their their channel. They do in depth, very knowledgeable episodes on all sorts of different things uh, you know gi joe is a main definitely a main subject but they also cover loads of other toy brands and everything and it's very fascinating and also very knowledge it's great they're great do just just subscribe to them please um and uh, yeah and also uh, pat couldn't be here with me today because of his internet connection again very upsetting and sucky but you know that's how it rolls sometimes and we just have to go with it um um, next, then Pat went to Joe Fest and he wanted to shout out loads of people at Joe Fest as well. So after our action report, um, big shout out um, to the guys behind that, uh, and also the fact that um, while he was at um, Yo at Joe Fest, um, like it, this isn't just because he was at Joe Fest, but it does obviously relate to that. Um, but a uh, big shout out to the after action report guys, and uh, of course. Um, link in the description, of course, if you want to check out their stuff. Uh, awesomes, awesomes. He also wanted to shout out Chris Murray and Jody Classified. I love this image, this picture of Chris. It's like it's like Tunnel Rat. He's like a real life Tunnel Rat. Amazing stuff. Um, massive shout out to Chris who is tunneling his way through there, and also Jody Classified. They did uh, a panel. Um, at the show, which I think uh, was actually live streamed. So uh, you can go check that out. I think Carson live streamed it. 
uh, from 3D Joe's. Uh, effectively, it's it's a video somewhere. Uh, I have to get Pat to like post it or something if you can. Um, also, uh, sorry, my thing isn't working for some reason. The toy department uh, were also in at Joe Fest. Uh, shout out to the toy department, to all the guys there, Chris, Kenny, and the rest of the team. Um, also, they're moving as well. Uh, bigger and better than ever, one mile up the road. So, uh, yeah, go check out the toy department. Um, they are, yeah, it's freaking amazing toy shop. Um, massive shout out to them and all the, uh, and their very large new store, by the way. It's going to be insane. They're in Ohio, I believe. So, yeah, I think that's right. Sorry, completely butchered that. But, yeah, um, go check out the toy department. I'm going to have to go and pop in there next time. We're, we're cutting across country. We're going to have to make a little trip to check that out as well. Uh, but anyway, yes, Carson did post it. Thank you, Adam. Brilliant. Uh, also, to Ray Murphy, who just popped up on the comments as well. You spent way too much money at the toy department, says Ray. We all do, mate. We all do. Anyway, um, we, I put this image up in, like, you know, I thought Pat would love it because it's obviously a Starcom custom that you did, Ray. Uh, beautiful Starcom custom classified figure, by the way. Stunning. And I know Pat was a big fan of this. So, um, I, you know, he's a huge Starcom fan as well. So um, there you go. Shout out to Ray, who you met, uh, who Pat met. It's amazing. Lovely stuff. Uh, so many blooming shout outs to Carson as well, 3D Joes, who I imagine Pat would have said for recording and posting his panel with Joe jo Declassified. And of course, because, you know, Carson and 3D Joes and the amazing work that he does. Uh, massive shout out to Carson, who is, uh, the book is officially licensed as well. Great as the news came out of Joe Fest. Uh, phenomenal stuff and uh, well-deserved as well, buddy. Uh, can't wait for that book. It's phenomenal sounding. It's going to be bigger than a coffee table. Uh, and I can't wait to get the legs for it to actually prop it up. Um, yeah, very excited to get that book, mate, in hand. I'm sure you're excited as well. So shout out to Carson uh, as well. And also shout out to Adam Riches as well, because Pat obviously spent some time with Adam at Joe Fest. And of course, shout out to Adam in general, because he's obviously a, a semi-regular co-host on the show. Um, he, he comes on every now and again and then has a burst where he's on loads. And then we don't see him for months because he's working too hard. Uh, anyway, Adam, uh, love you, mate. And uh, Pat also gives you a shout out. Uh, and yeah, so there you go. Shout outs galore. Um, and also to Hooded Cobra Commander, um, who Pat bumped into. And also a shout out to Cobra, Cobra Convergence, which is going to be happening next month, which we're going to be part of as well. So uh, yeah, we'll be changing the graphics up a little bit um, to do a Cobra Convergence special. I think we'll be doing a weekly uh, Cobra Convergence special. Uh, so that's what we'll be doing for that one. Um, anyway, shout out to HCC and, of course, the Cobra Convergence crew. And, of course, Pat shouting you out as well, buddy, because he got to chat with you at Joe Fest. Um, thank you, Peppermint Oil Capsule, for another super chat. Michael, that's got to be the most super chats we've had on an episode today. Thank you so much. Great solo stream. Good job from Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse. Thank you, Peppermint Oil Capsule. And also shout out to Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse as well, who's, funnily enough, on screen in the top corner of that image, by the way. Isn't that hilarious? That must have been when... Um, uh, when when HCC was on the show, that's hilarious uh, and good timing. Uh, yeah, cool. Right, so that is Pat's shout outs. My shout outs to the fam. Love you guys. To mom and dad. To dad for tomorrow. It's going to be Happy Father's Day to my to my my dad, dad, and my my other dad. Many dads. Uh, so shout out 
to uh, Drew and Kurt, uh, Kent. Yeah, I always called you Kirk then. <laughs> to Drew and Kent and, of course, to my dad, David Maxwell McLeod. Uh, love you guys. And, of course, to my all the dads in our lives. And, of course, my, my brother... David as well, my my step, my half brother David as well. Um, love all of you guys very much, and I hope you have a great day tomorrow. Um, yeah, and of course, love to all the moms as well, everyone to the whole fam. Um, miss you guys, and of course to Kate and Phoebe's as well. Uh, Phoebe's is doing great, by the way, guys. She's she's getting uh, she's back to her normal self. She's got a massive blooming scar where she had some surgery. But she is doing really well, and Kate's looking after her really well while I'm, you know, doing these blooming stupid things. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, Phoebe's recovering super well. So if anyone was wor uh, worried about it, she's doing great. Uh, much love to my little pumpkin, Phoebe's, and, of course, to Kate as well. So um, also to Brian Sauer. Now, the shout I'm giving Brian a shout-out as well because we are getting new graphics next week. Yeah. It's the summer solstice. <laughs> so what we do is we usually switch graphics kind of like to match the seasons. We are currently in spring at the moment. And I believe the official uh, summer is the 21st, I want to say. So we're getting some uh, basically some new sexy graphics for summer. So we're going to be changing the, the graphics again. So thank you, Brian. He sent them ahead, or, ahead of time already. And they're beautiful. And they make sense. They're water-themed. That's all I'm going to say, right? They're water-themed because it's sunshine and summer and in the pool and in the beach and all that kind of stuff. So we're going water-themed, right? That, and they're really cool graphics. So I'll let you wonder or ponder what they might be, but you might see a little bit of a theme change on the 21st, maybe on the Facebook page and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, we'll see anyway. Uh, another shout as well to Bob Breakin. Brian Hickey for the My Palatoy Story book. Uh, now, um, okay, I have something to post after this, right? I'll be posting related to that. I've just got a message from Brian. Now, I'll be posting something after this stream that will be in relation to this, which is really cool news. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of, it, we'll, we'll, we'll break it there. But keep an eye on the socials when this episode finishes but at the moment my palatoy story is has not reached its goal and there's only like oh, i don't know like it's like less than two days like a day and a bit to go i can't remember how many hours left but not many uh we've still got a little bit to go there's like about nine thousand i want to say eight or nine thousand left to get um we really want this book to fund trust me uh and there's a little bit of news to go that we'll be posting in a little while um like i said Following this stream, I'll post it and get it all sorted so you guys can kind of see. Uh, but we really, really want this book to fund, guys. Please, please, please get your pledges in. This is like, honestly, this is one of those things that just needs to happen. The whole history of Palatoy from the man who was there from day, like, wherever it was. Not day one, because he would have been 3,000 years old. Honestly, Palatoy goes way back. But Bob was there in the trenches for a really good part of this, um, you know, this history. And he kind of basically recalls the entire history with his beautiful images from the wonderful Brian Hickey and his wonderful photography and design and everything. And of course, like toy photography, because there's going to be some toy photography stuff in here as well. There's going to be some dio shots as well. It's absolutely gorgeous. Go check out the interview I did with Brian and Bob as well. Link in the description, uh, redacted interview, which you guys can check out. And it's just... Give you all the information you need. 
uh, to help you with the pledges and everything. But please, 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 let's get this done. Uh, also, check out Talk in Force. Um, we did a special crossover yesterday, News Burst Live, with the awesome Mark Seddon from Talking Force, where we basically just broke down the entire, like, what's been going on since IDW lost the license, uh, all the news leading up to and including uh, pretty much everything about uh, Skybound Image, the new G.I. Joe news, A Real American Hero, Void Rivals. The only thing we didn't squeeze in was the fact that the preview went up as well for the second issue. Um, it's really interesting, Void Rivals. I'm really enjoying it, uh, the first issue. And from what I saw of the preview, I think I'm going to be well into the second issue as well. Uh, but yeah, lots of spoilers there about the G.I. Joe Transformers kind of crossover stuff. But just in general, you know, it's it's a fun episode. Mark's great. He even did a hilarious um, Sky Skyfall parody Skybound song, which is hilarious. So go check that out. Um, anyway, um, Talking Joe says, if all the viewers of, the, of this back this Kickstarter, it will get over the line. Come on, chats. Absolutely, Mark. Thank you very much for that, buddy. And also, thank you for joining me. Um, and you've also said chaps, but chats works too. That's what I thought you meant. I thought you meant chats as in you were referring to the people in the chat as chat. That's genius, and it does work. Um, Robert H., I can confirm that the summer theme is not Tracker, but that would be brilliant. Uh, we'll think about maybe the next time. Anyway, go pledge for Bob. Uh, go check out Talking Force as well. It's a hilarious episode. Uh, we did it live as well. Brilliant stuff. And that's it. Thank you to all our wonderful commenters, viewers, listeners, whatever you thank you for all the support, guys. Really appreciate it. Our patrons as well. Boy, have I got some cool stuff for you guys coming up. Yes, I have. So uh, keep it locked for all of that good stuff. I am overworked, underpaid, but definitely enjoying this uh, G.I. Joe uh, absolute deluge of stuff this month. Um, next week, I've got some DST stuff to unbox. I'm excited. I've got mini-mates. I've got statues. I've got busts. Busts. Anybody know busts? I've got loads of stuff to check out. It's going to be freaking awesome. So uh, I'll be doing some early morning <laughs> Diamond Select Toys unboxings. It's going to be fun. Uh, smash the likes. Do all that. Re react. Yes, please. Thank you very much. Um, it's been another slow week. Yes, it has. My goodness. Thank you so much for all of the comments and everything, guys. We really appreciate it. Shout out to Pat, of course, who couldn't make it because his internet's crap and it broke again. Uh, hopefully, you can get that fixed next week. Fingers crossed. Keep an eye on the socials. We'll be posting something very interesting following this in relation to the My Palatoy story. So I will see you guys later. Have a great blooming weekend. After three, you know what to do, cheese bags. One, two, three, full force. Good morning.
Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force